1: And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of MLB DFS Quick, it's your Monday, Memorial Day, May 31st edition. Hope everybody had a great weekend. It's been fun. Well, weather's been good on most places around the country. Somehow, still like eight rainouts this weekend. But I hope everybody had a good time as things are opening back up and people are being vaccinated and being safe and living the life they way each pe- each person wants to. That's all that matters in the end. So everybody has a good time. Hope we have everybody has a great holiday and uh, safe and fun out there. We have nine games for you on a Monday. First, I'm going to apologize. My voice is like kind of half in, half out. So if I crack a little bit, uh, I apologize. Like it's just the way things are going to go right now. It's either that or no podcast. So we're here. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at BDN Um, If you can give a rate and review of the podcast on iTunes, I'd really appreciate it. It helps the show out a lot. Also, if you'd like to watch the podcast, go to the Rotoballer YouTube channel, subscribe, give the thumbs up there. It goes a long, long ways. And I also write the DFS content Monday through Friday at Rotoballer.com, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, premium, Values article, Tuesday, Thursday, free DraftKings play. So if you'd like to become a premium member, you get season-long fantasy and DFS all in one for $69 the rest of the season and plus a discount by using promo code Bubba. So go check that out at rotoballer.com. All right, nine games slate for you starting at one oh five Eastern time on Monday morning. Your totals, Twins, Orioles, nine. Rays, Yankees, eight and a half. Phillies, Reds, eight and a half. Angels, Giants, eight and a half. Red Sox Astros 8.5, A's Mariners 8.5. Yeah, lots and lots of offense on this slate. Kicking it off with the pitching, though, we do have some studs to get things popping on this one. Carlos Rodon, $10,100 in game one of the doubleheader between White Sox and the Indians, so seven-inning game, which means Rodon can get that big bonus. He can get you a potential shutout bonus, a no-hit bonus, all in just seven innings of time. has gone six innings in back-to-back starts allowing one total run in those two starts and striking out 23 in those two starts. He has gotten you 29.7 points or more in three of the last four starts. The dude has been like a 25 plus point machine and all but one start this season. He has been as good as they come. And now you get a Cleveland Indians team. You know, you can take advantage of striking out um, a lot. Their offense, you know, they've been no hit twice. So we got that going for us already, which is a beautiful thing. But in the month of May, they are striking out 25% of the time versus left-handed pitching, hitting 230, 146 ISO and an 86 WRC+. plus. So as if you needed any more reason to think uh, Rodon was a good play, the Indians are even worse than you expected. So Carlos Rodon at 10-1, very, very much in play in this one. Uh, the other option above, uh, right around there, Corbin Burns is somehow $9,900 at home against the Milwaukee Brewers. Burns is coming off his first rough start against the San Diego Padres of all teams, God forbid. You know, it happens still a 25 plus point machine in all but two games this season. The strikeouts have been there at a consistent clip. Now you get a Detroit Tigers team striking out 26% of the time in the month of May, hitting 247 with a 97 WRC plus. It's a team that has to string a lot of hits together because they don't have a lot of power. They will hit a home run from time to time. I'm not going to say they don't do it, but as a whole, not a big power team. So it's um, definitely something to get in play there. Burns is going to be the chalk of the night and for very, very good reason. Um, He is good chalk. I I hate the argument that you can't play chalk. You can be different elsewhere. There's many other positions to fill. Not every position has to be unique. If Corbin Burns goes out there and puts up 35 points and you don't have him, it's too freaking bad. It's like he's good chalk. If he does not go, if the Tigers hit him, I will take my chances nine out of 10 times or 99 out of 100 times. Burns probably deals against the Detroit Tigers. So I'll take my chances at $9,900. I think he's very, 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 very much in play. Rodon's a good pivot at 10-1, if you want to save some cash. The ultimate contrarian pay-up spot, though, is James Caprillion at $9,100. If you've been a regular listener of uh, DFS Quick Hits, and I hope you have been, we have played Kaprilian every time he's been out. And he's been dirt cheap. He was 45-61-77. Uh, he's given up no more than two runs per start. He went seven innings in his last start. He's thrown 94 more pitches in all three starts. It's just the strikeouts are kind of iffy. Four, nine, and six have been in strikeout totals. But over 20 DK points in every single start. The thing with him is... I think he's got a pretty safe four against Seattle. It's just, what's the ceiling? Can he get you 30 plus? If he can do that at $9,100, you're golden. At the same time, if he needs you 25 at $9,100 at essentially no ownership, I think that's very, very good. He just faced Seattle. It's, like I said, seven strong, only struck out four, though. But Seattle is striking out over 25% of the time versus right handed pitching, hitting 196 with the 155 ISO and an 83 WRC plus. So if he can keep them in the ballpark, he's fine because it's like boom or bust for the Seattle Mariners offense right now. So James Caprillian at 9100 is the super contrarian payup spot. Like you want Burns, you want Rodon. No doubt about it. Caprillian at 91, very very interesting. So I like that quite a bit. The mid-tier pricing on DK is very very tough tonight. Very or today I should say. Very very tough. Um like you got Rich Hill coming off a great start against the Yankees gets them again at 88. I'm not really in love with that, but I see the appeal. Love Vinny V, but it's in Grand American Small Park. Can Vinny do it? For a tournament in 84, sure. I like him a little cheaper, but that's where we are right now. I think the cheaper options I'm going for, you can go Johnny Cueto at $7,500 at home against the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Cueto has been rough, but he shows you the ceiling from time to time. Like 8.5 and 17.7. 5 minus 4.7, 23, 32. So we've seen the really, really good with Cueto, and we've seen the really, really bad. He's 7500 bucks. So, you kind of get that baked into the price. And the other thing is, in the month of May, Trout's been gone. This offense has been dreadful. They're striking out almost 28% of the time for right handed pitching in the month of May, hitting 229, 185 ISO, 93 WRC. So, you got a guy like um, Johnny Cueto that could maybe get it done. That's huge. Now, I like the um, a game stack potentially, at least the Giants offense for sure. We'll talk about that in a bit because day games in San Francisco are livelier. It should be in the low seventies, which San Francisco is very warm. So the ball should be moving uh, by the bay. So keep that in mind. But I think Cueto as a cheaper option at seventy five is very, very much in play here. And other than that, it's it's tricky. It's very, very tricky. Like, do you want Ty on at seventy three? Sure, you can go there. Uh, Keegan Thompson is going to make it a spot start for Chicago, but he's only probably go sixty pitches, maybe seventy. So that's kind of tricky. Logan Gilbert's fifty one. If you want to roll the dice for Soakland. Gilbert hasn't gone more than four innings in a start though. Oakland's striking out twenty four percent of the time, but it's like they're still swinging good bats. So the cheap pitching is very, very tough. So I love Burns. I like Rodon a lot. They're pulling a good contrarian play, and then it's like Quato's my cheap guy. And you got to mix and match the middle. Do you want Hill? Do you want Vinny V? Do you want Tyon? I'm not in love with any of those. Like if the lineups come out and things change, definitely. So come hit up, hit us up in the fantasy DJ and Slack chat. It's free. We'll make we'll take care of business there. We'll look at it all there and talk about it when lineups come out. But right now, as we record. It's tough to find the cheap pitching tonight, and you guys know me. I'm all about that cheap pitching, and it's very, very tricky to find tonight. So it might be a pay-up spot, and there's tons of bats to value, tons of them. So let's talk about the bats on this nine game of sleep. Catcher's position, your main Mercedes is crushing it. He's 54 if you want to go that route, or all at 5K. If you want to go one of the White Sox catchers versus Quantrill, remember, seven-inning game, though. Keep that in mind. Uh, Mitch Garver at 47. The Twins should be very popular against Jorge Lopez. Lopez has been kind of sneaky good through a quality start out there last time against Minnesota. But it is in Camden Yards. It is the Minnesota Twins. It is Jorge Lopez. So if you want to go Mitch Garver at 47, no complaints from the peanut gallery over here. Uh, Tucker Barnhart at 37, nice price tag against Vinny V. We don't know exactly who's pitching for Detroit yet. They haven't made that official, so keep an eye on that. But maybe Manny Pena. I'd like him to be cheaper or Omar Narvaez, depending on who starts. You can get a nice little value there at at catchers. But I do like Tucker Barnhart at 37 uh, in his situation. Uh, cheaper options, like Tyler Stevenson at 31. Another good red. He's been playing first base a lot. It's negative in Great American Small Park. That can be a nice little value. Victor Caratini at 28 is a nice value as well, starting for the injured Austin Nola. So you can save some money instead of paying up at the catcher's position and do just fine. Like even martin Maldonado at 22 or Jake Rogers. No, not Jake Rogers. Ripper. martin Maldonado at 22 is an option as well. First base position. Now you got Jose Abreu at 6K. Again, Chicago White Sox, great spot here, just 7-inning game. Keep that in mind, but they could definitely put up some runs in that 7-inning game because plus they're the visiting teams so are guaranteed 7-innings of a bat. That's key because if you're playing home teams and they win, you only get 6-innings. It just depletes it even more. But no matter what, the White Sox are getting 7-innings out of this, so that's very, very important. Uh, if you are fading Johnny Cueto, Shohei Otani is 5,500. That's very much in play for you. So it's Trey Mancini versus Jose Barrios. Barrios has been struggling quite a bit. You want lefties versus Barrios, but if you're stacking up, Mancini is interesting at his price point. I like some Jared Walsh at $4,800 as a reduced price tag against Cueto. Now, the the Oakland Athletics um, stack is very much in play because Gilbert's good. Eventually, he's going to put it together, but he also hasn't gone deep in the games, so you got to think about that situation, and you got um, a, a bullpen in Seattle to mess with. So Olsen... At 4,700 is an intriguing DFS uh, stack situation on this one. So um, just uh, get uh, get that for you there. A few other options to look at here. you got Eric Hosmer at 46 is something you can do. But um, if you're not paying up, some definite savings. Alex Kirilov. I love Minnesota versus Baltimore. Left-handed hitters not hitting for a high average versus Lopez this year, but hitting for a high slug versus Lopez this year and a lot of home runs versus Lopez this year. So i got it Kirilov at 41, very very much in play in this game against Lopez. Miguel Sano. I just mentioned all that stuff about lefties. Miguel Sano has crushed Lopez in his career for power. So and he's he's all it's, it's home run or nothing for Sano. So not a cash game play. Kirilov is much much more a cash game play. But you know Kirilov has first base outfit eligibility. Eligibility. Sano's got first base third base, and they're both very affordable. So you can you can mix and match and have some fun in this one. Some cheaper options for you though. Uh, Tyler Stevenson at 31 is in play. Uh, Lamonte Wade Jr., if he's in the Giants' lineup, he started on Saturday, let off. Um, he's come in on or he's, was Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. He's come off the bench mid game, gotten a couple of at bats. He's been very productive when he plays. He walks a lot. Just depends if he's starting or not. So you have to keep an eye on that situation as well. Okay. <sighs> Second base position on this slate uh, Brandon Lauver's tie-ons, interesting in a tournament only. Like Jake Cronworth at 47. The Padres have become very, very good value on this slate versus Thompson and the Cubs bullpen. I love Nick Madril. He's playing really, really well. He's 4,300 bucks. Problem is when a righty starts, he gets ninth. When a lefty starts, he gets the top of the order. It's hard to plan when he hits ninth. Uh, Colton Long at 42, very much in play if you're stacking up Milwaukee um, or maybe even a cash game play if you don't want to save some money. Other second base options, though, Dubon swinging it well. Donovan Solano swing well. The Giants are so cheap everywhere. You want lefties versus Bundy? Bundy has negative DK points in three straight starts. I think he's given up like 13 or 14 runs in three straight starts combined. Um, his his numbers, his average, his slugging, his home runs per nine versus left-handed bats is insane this year. So, yeah, you want some Giants first Bundy today. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, a few other options. The punt second baseman of choice, Colton Wong's younger brother, Keen Wong, of the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim got called up over the weekend. Good little prospect, uh, some power, some speed. So far in the minors here, hitting 350 with three homers and three stolen bases. He went one for four with a double in his debut, went over three on Sunday. But um, $2,300 against Cueto, super cheap, could be a very intriguing play, which should be an offensive game. Third base, you have Yohan Moncada at 57. He has been crushing the baseball, even got some home uh, home running over the weekend. Uh, big, big fan of Yohan Moncada. 57 is expensive, but... Good play. Joey Wendell at 55 is a nice piece of a race stack for his tie-on. Uh, if you're fading Rodon, Jose Ramirez has hit him very, very well. Let's keep that in mind. Urquidy is back for Houston, coming off the I.L. Pitch good in his rehab starts. Not sure how long to let him go. So Devers at 51 could be intriguing in his scenario. Eoheniel Suarez is loving the leadoff role all of a sudden. He homered again against um, Arietta on Sunday. He has two homers in his last four games. He has three in his last six games. He has four over his last ten games. Now he goes to Great American Small Park against Finney V. What's Finney V do? Loves to give up the long ball. So a guy like A.O. Suarez at 45 is uh, intriguing. Longoria, great career numbers. I mentioned lefties versus Bundy. Longo has crushed Bundy. So he's 4,100. Someone else to keep in mind. I mentioned Sano earlier at 38. He's a guy I like quite a bit. Um, other than that, though, there's not a lot of cheap. He's at third base that stood out without seeing lineups come out. Shortstop position, you got Tatis always in play. Bogarts, Wendell talked about him. Tim Anderson at 5K is kind of a discount. versus lefties, but kind of a discount. Correa had a big week, and he's 45 versus Erod, if you want to take on that route. Torres at 43 versus Hill. Um, But Willie Adamas swinging it really, really well, especially since coming over to Milwaukee. He's uh, 4,100. I was hitting 303 over his last 10 games. So he's 4,100. Someone to keep an eye on. But your play for price per production here, Brandon Crawford's only 3,800 bucks for still in Bundy. Great price point. Mentioned lefties versus uh, Barrios also. Galvis is thirty seven. But that B-crop play at 38 is just such, such great value on this slate. I, I, I have a feeling I'm going to be well overweight. If you want to punt, though, Taylor Walls is 2,600 against Jamison Tyon. He could be on a nice savings for you as well. Heading to the outfield position on this one, Rose you know, Reyna Judge versus Hill is always intriguing. But like Jock Jams, it's, somehow is up to 5,700. He was so cheap last week. He was crushing it. I wrote about him two weeks ago in the Rotoballer waiver wire column for the outfield, and he's just blown up. So go get some jock. He's 57 though. So he's a little pricey makes it a little more difficult. Like you got Otani at 55 and especially when you got a guy like Austin Meadows at 54. Meadows is just on a tear right now. Hitting 316 over his last 10 averaging 13.4 over his last 10, eight extra bases over his last 10 games, just crushing the baseball. He's 5,400 bucks for tie He's a great play. Absolutely. Great play. Uh Yastrzemski at 51 is definitely in play versus Bundy. He I had the day off on Sunday. So should be ready to rock and roll. If you are fading Logan Gilbert, Marcona at 47 is very nice. Um, if you're making a Sensi stack, like a Suarez-Jesse Winker at 46. You got uh, Castellanos at 45, but Winker, always love him. You, they're not as expensive as usual, so that's going for us there. Uh, Ian Happ versus Paddock at 44, I like. I'm not a Paddock fan to begin with, and Happ's like one of the cheaper Cubs options, which is pretty crazy to think about. In tournaments, Giancarlo Stanton's only 4200 bucks Return from the I.L., couple games ago he's 0 for 8 so far with six strikeouts in those games and two walks so not what you want to see but it's also $4,200 Giancarlo Stanton now we're talking about a guy that's usually high fours low fives now he's 42 a guy's that got double dong upside so in a tournament Giancarlo is kind of those one-offs we talk about that you want to build your stack and then you want your one-offs that can at least go yard if not double dong and really separates you from the field Giancarlo is that guy he can go for four or four k's we know this you can also go Two for four with two three run home runs. Like he's very, very capable of that. Um, it's just Rich Hill and the Tampa Bay bullpen's tricky. So tournaments only with Giancarlo. It's just the price tag makes him much, much more in play. Mentioned Kirillov at 41. We like that a lot today. Uh, Brad miller's an interesting tournament play at 4K versus Miley. Lefties hit Miley better than righties. So that's one to keep in mind. Avisa Garcia is heating up. He's 4,000. So we're losing a bit of our discount there. Uh, Good piece there. Um, Kalenic at 38, still not in love with him. But Tyler Naquin, another piece of Cincinnati, only 37 versus Vinny V. That's one we're going to keep an eye on in his scenario. Other guys to look at here. um, Kyle Lewis is slowly getting going. I still can't go there. Anthony Santander at 33, like the price tag for Santander. Um, Verdugo's 33, but Will Myers is only 3,200 bucks. He's crushing baseballs right now. I was hoping it was Must or it was Williams that was going to be pitching because he's had great numbers versus Williams and right handed bats have crushed against Williams, but it's not. It's still a really good spot here for uh, Myers. He's hit safely in four straight games, homers and back to back games, um, double digit DK points in three straight games. He's heating up just like the Will Myers we saw in 2020. He's been battled, uh, battered, and banged up most of the year. So hopefully he's getting healthy. He's 3,200. Uh, you got Talkman if he's in the lineup at 31 for the Giants. Mentioned a lot of Giants value. Dickerson's 3K versus Bundy. Um, if you are stacking up Tampa Bay, Manny Margot at 3K is another nice value. So as usual, outfield is just littered with value, and as we see lineups, we even more value. So keep an eye on that. Mentioned Wade Junior's 2,800. Um, I'm always an Andrew Vaughn fan, but we like Vaughn more versus lefties than righties. Billy Hamilton is homered in back-to-back games. I'm not making that up. That has actually happened. He's 2700 bucks versus Quantrill, and we know LaRusso will put him in the lineup with the righty on the mound. So keep that in mind if you want to punt. Billy Hamilton has $2,700. But one of my favorite values, I mentioned how much I love Kiriloff at 41. You got Trevor Larnack at 2500 bucks. He, he was two for three with a double the first time he faced Lopez. He's swinging a very good bat over the last week or so, getting more comfortable at the plate. And his average doesn't show up, but he's, he's hitting for like good doubles and homers, but he's walking a ton. He has over a 400 OBP. He is uh, very, very productive, especially at that price point. Can walk, score some runs, get some knocks. Good spot here versus Lopez. So $2,500 is, is a very, very solid play as well. Steven Duggar at 24. He is hitting the ball extremely well of late, too. Hitting three seventy five over his last 10 games. 2, 9, and 19 points in his last three games. He's 2400 hopefully going up against Bundy. Rob Schneider at 23 versus um, Jorge Lopez. Ref Snyder hits with more power versus righties than the lefties. So he's another value. Like you need Ref Schneider and Larnack. Super cheap. You can pay for Rodon and Burns super easy. Just throwing it out there. So don't sleep on those two. When people stack up Minnesota, they likely won't have both of Ref Schneider and Larnack, and that'll make you very, very different. And if Minnesota goes off, those two will have a part in it as well. So don't forget about them. Recapping your pitching, Rodon and Burns up top. Burns is the number one option on this slate. Rodon a close second. James Kapurlian is your contrarian payup spot on this slate. And then Kwaito is my cheapie. Guys to consider, though, Rich Hill, Vinny V, Jameis, and Tyon based on lineups and maybe some more information as we get closer to lock on that one. Uh, some of the um, stacks I like on this game, talked about Minnesota versus Jorge Lopez. Big fan of that scenario. Um, Cincinnati versus Vinny V is slowly growing on me. as a very interesting stack there. Uh, I like San Diego. I liked him more when it was Trevor Williams, but I'm still a San Diego fan there. The White Sox are in play. with number 7 in game. Love the Giants. One of my favorite stacks today: the day, the San Francisco Giants. Um, I think you can bring some angels back if you're not using Cueto, but love the Giants stack today. Keep attacking Dylan Bundy. And then Oakland versus Seattle could be intriguing, but if I have to make just a couple stacks, it's the Giants, it's the Twins. That's my main point of reference. with was some Rodon and Burns, and we go and party on a Memorial Day, so we'll have a lot of fun on that one. Again, remember you can hit me up on Twitter at BD If you want to join the fantasy DJ Slack chat, just DM me your email address and I will get you in the free Slack chat. So Tony, you're asking the, on the YouTube. That's how you take care of that. Also, if you give a rating and review to the podcast on iTunes, I would truly appreciate it. It would help the podcast out a ton. If you prefer to watch the podcast as most of you are doing right now, you can check out the Rotobar YouTube channel where I would stream it live when I recorded at night and then you can watch it whenever. So subscribe to the Rotobar YouTube channel, give the old thumbs up and enjoy that. Last but not least, Enjoy your Monday. Memorial Day. Hope everybody has fun. Friends, family, stay safe. Um, It's going to be a fun nine-game slate. Remember, it starts super early. I'll be back recording on Monday night for your Tuesday slate of action. But for now, MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Monday, May 31st, Memorial Day edition in the books. I'm out.